Yeah, you're with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were close, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you're unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Good afternoon and 
and a happy new year, each and every one of you. I'm Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, 106.1 FM on your radio dial, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio, our digital platforms, as you know. We're also on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com and also EricAsher.com. Check us out on our social media platforms at Eric underscore Asher on X. Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, and of course we're on Threads now. And of course the podcast of this program can be found everywhere. Anchor, Spotify, our home base, we're on all podcasting platforms. Just search Inside New Orleans Show and you'll find that pretty easily. The award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports will be live this week. That's this Thursday at 1 o'clock on WLAE-TV. Also live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube uh, channel. Uh, then here come the rebroadcasts, as I say each and every day that we're on the radio. Set your DVR for your favorite um, time slot, and you'll never miss the show. Uh, 6 p.m. on LAE every Thursday night. 10 o'clock on The Deuce at WLA-TV2. Friday night, Pelican Sports Television. 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. at Pelican Sports Television. Always at EricAsher.com. Always on our social media platforms. And always on the WLA-TV YouTube channel. All right, a lot to get into. First of all, Happy New Year to each and every one of you. Again, uh, wishing you a, again a happy, healthy, and prosperous 2024. Uh, looking forward to this year, as we always do, as we turn to flip the calendar and a lot going on again, whether it again, it's, the, it's in our city, our state, uh, with again, um, uh, a new regime uh, coming in as a governor uh, with uh, Landry taking over, uh, Jeff Landry taking over, of course, uh, the situation here in New Orleans uh, with the federal government investigating um, uh, Latoya Cantrell and uh, possible uh, indictment before the end of this year, which could end that administration, which would be a beautiful thing. Uh, and, and, of course, again, uh, what happened this weekend, which was really uh, a shot in the arm for the city of New Orleans, and, and it really felt like New Orleans of old. <laughs> it really did for the first time maybe since the pandemic, since, again, the scourge of, of violence that we've had in this city uh, over the last few years. Uh, it really felt like, again, New Orleans was back this past weekend uh, with, again, New Year's Eve celebration. Also, again, the, the Sugar Bowl coming to town uh, as part of the semifinals of the national championship uh, with, again, um, uh, Washington and Texas bringing so many fans to the city. Uh, it was packed. Restaurants, bars, uh, shops were busy. The city was safe, again, for the most part. And, and again, look, uh, Let's just be honest. Crime was down in 2023. Now, again, when you look how bad it was in, in 2022, 2021, uh, and the hope is, again, that, that there would be a downward spiral. But the city has become a safer place. Uh, and, and um, again, now with Governor Landry's pledge to set up a, a state trooper division uh, in the city, uh, the hope is, again, now we have a more, more robust police presence. Uh, especially in the French Quarter, you know, to push the riffraff and the criminals out of the quarter. And, of course, in our neighborhoods, you know, where we need more of a police presence in our neighborhoods to protect our neighborhoods as well. So, again, hopefully, again, that's something we're going to see. That's something that's been talked about. Uh, also, again, the um, uh, the Attorney General's Office of the, you know, of, of, um, of the state of Louisiana taking over some, again, high-profile uh, high criminal cases as well uh, from, from the district, from the uh, Orleans Parish District Attorney. So, you know, in the past, in, in my lifetime, I've never been one to want state intrusion into Arlene's parish politics or, again, um, 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 the ability to be able to govern yourself, right? But there comes a point when you have an inept administration who can't get the job done, 
uh, with, again, a, a mayor who is not qualified to be in the position and, and is not doing the job where at some point you have to step in. Uh, I really, again, um, was very disappointed in Governor Edwards during his term that he did not do more for the city of New Orleans uh, in, in terms of, again, crime. And I understand the state that, again, state troopers and, and uh, just like every other police organization around this country uh, are, are devoid of, of, um, uh, of, of personnel. They need more, more people to become policemen. It's hard uh, these days to become a public servant uh, in, in, in you know, the, the times that we're living in. Uh, but I expected more from Governor Edwards uh, during his term, especially when he saw what was happening here in New Orleans with, again, the lack of, of, um, of uh, a true leader and, and leadership uh, with, within the Cantrell administration. Uh, but the hope is, with, uh, with Governor Landry being uh, sworn in, uh, and I may not agree with all of his politics, but if he is going to take that interest in New Orleans... And, 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 again, especially in making New Orleans a safer city and, again, a economically, an economic diversified city, which is, again, what we have to have. So diversification of our economy, something we've needed since Katrina. Uh, hopefully that's something we'll see in 2024 and beyond. The first big step is, again, getting state troopers here in New Orleans, uh, having them patrol the city in conjunction with the NOPD, uh, getting that trooper division in, in the city, uh, something we have not had, uh, and again, hope that that will help with the, with the crime. But this was a great weekend for the city. It really was. Uh, the fact that, again, we didn't have a lot of criminal activity uh, that was reported, uh, violent criminal activity, especially on, on tourists and, and, of course, uh, uh, and, and um, residents alike, uh, and the fact that, again, the, 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 the place was packed. And you could feel the vibe. You just could feel the vibe. And, again, if you talk to the tourists who were here, again, once again, coming to New Orleans, having a wonderful time, which is what we do very well, which is what we do very well. So he is hoping for, again, a, a fantastic and, and, again, prosperous, healthy, and happy 2024 for all of us, especially here in South Louisiana and the state of Louisiana, where we need to take a step forward because we have been treading in, in we've been basically, again, treading water since Katrina. I mean, this, it's just been that way. And hopefully that's going to change. Uh, it really is. Um, I will take more of a, uh, of, of maybe a stronger stance on what's going on here in the city and, and in the state in 2024 than maybe I did in 2023. This is not the same show it was five years ago. It's not the same show it was 10 years ago or even 15 years ago. But, again, I got really frustrated with, again, the lack of progress in our state, the lack of progress in our city. Uh, the apathy in our state, the state and in our city to be able to make the changes that we need to falling behind the rest of the South, where, again, the South is moving forward, uh, and, and we have been left behind. And, and hopefully that is going to change. We, we need a renaissance in this city and this state. Desperately need it. Desperately need it. Again, I, look, I'm, I'm one. I mean, you know, again, you know, my, my, my children no longer live in this city, okay? We, again, they're in Houston. They're in Nashville, and they're in Chicago, and so many of you are dealing with the same thing. The only time we see our children is when they f visit for Mardi Gras. They visit for holidays. Other than that, again, it's, it, it's FaceTime and Portal and, you know, trying to keep up with what's going on with your kids and grandkids, and it never used to be this way. And I don't know how we're going to change that unless, again, we go with, again, quality leadership in this, in, in this, uh, in this city and in the state. 
and we try to diversify our economy so that there are opportunities for all. So there's a reason for our kids and our grandkids to come back to New Orleans. That we're just not a boutique city. It's a place where people visit and do things in, in, in this city that they never do in their own hometowns. But with that said, everything that, again, was good about New Orleans happened this past weekend. We put on another great show. We did it, and we did it again. Um, we did it safely, and we did it as we always do. Because nobody, again, nobody entertains like we do when it comes to big events, small events. Uh, just, again, just the quality of, again, our, our hospitality industry is second to none. And it showed out this past weekend. All right. A uh, lot to get into. want to remind everybody about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Whether you're starting 2024 with needing a new air conditioner or heating system, maybe a generator for your home or your business, or, again, your system is not working efficiently or effectively. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call for they come to your home or, or, or business, and, and a company that I've trusted for decades. You can trust Burkhardt. Those NACE certified technicians are experts when it comes to air conditioning heating systems, whether it's repair, replacement, or installation. Uh, they can do it for you. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's uh, North Shore, South Shore, uh, East Bank, or West Bank. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right, let's get into it. Saints are 8-8 eight and eight after beating the Bucks 23-13 on Sunday. They're tied for first place in the NFC South with Tampa Bay. They hold the tiebreaker over the Saints for the division crown. Uh, the Saints will need to beat the Falcons on Sunday in the Dome. That's a noon kickoff on CBS. Those of you uh, like myself that have um, either uh, DirecTV or AT&T uh, about to get very, very angry, okay, because, again, we have not had the channel now for almost a month because of the infighting between, again, the, the company that owns WWL Channel 4 Television and DirecTV and AT&T. Uh, again, the Saints are on CBS this weekend. So if you don't have the uh, Paramount act, uh, app or, again, maybe a, a Sunday ticket or you're not at the game, you may not have a chance to see this game this weekend. So we'll see if they're going to uh, rectify that before Sunday. Uh, I'm sure that a lot of fans are going to put pressure on, on, their, um, on their carrier. Uh, but, again, look, it's been like this all over the country. Right. There are other stations that are, again, they're not CBS stations that Fox stations, NBC stations where they've been you've been missing games. Right. Missing your favorite shows. I'm not sure. Again, the DirecTV, AT&T, or again, the parent company for uh, uh, WWL uh, Channel 4 television is going to budge on this. But we'll see how that plays out. With that said, Tampa Bay has to lose to Carolina on Sunday for the Saints to win the division crown if they beat the Falcons. Uh, the only way they make the wild card is if they beat the Falcons and Green Bay and Seattle lose on Sunday. So, again, Saints do not control their own destiny. They're looking for help. Uh, as far as the Pelicans go, they're sixth in the West right now. They're 19-14, and 7-3 in their last 10. Now, they've won two straight. They, they beat Utah uh, and then the Lakers on Sunday after losing to Houston and Memphis at the beginning of the homestand. They'll finish that homestand tonight against the Nets in the Smoothie Kings Center. Uh, now, they're, again, they're, they've gone 11-7 and seven, uh, in the Smoothie Kings Center so far this season. Uh, and then they're on the road tomorrow night at Minnesota where they're 8-7 and seven on the road. Uh, Pelicans are playing some pretty good basketball right now despite, again, the loss to Houston and Memphis on this homestand. Um, and, and I'll get into that a little bit later on the program on my thoughts on where the Pelicans are and where they can be uh, going forward. Um, the ReliQuest Reli Bowl yesterday, um, I'm, I'm sorry, on, um, on, on um, was it, on New Year's Day, yes, on New Year's Day, um, 
LSU 35, Wisconsin 31. Uh, LSU finishes with back-to-back 10-win seasons under under Brian Kelly. Uh, credit Nussmeyer for a, a, a really fine game. Uh, really a, kind of a slow start for LSU uh, against um, against Wisconsin. Got down to a 14-0 deficit. Uh, but credit Nussmeyer. And, and, and also, again, uh, Kelly, um, uh, Sloan, Hankton on the offensive side, both those co-coordinators at the Denbrock, uh, again, bolted for Notre Dame. Um, and, and coming up with, again, a game plan that really fit what Nussmeyer does well. Um, uh, you know, again, you look at LSU right now, uh, everything looks great on paper. But, again, there, there are some real warts right now within this program. And I'm going to get into it a little bit later on the program today on, again, the challenges that Brian Kelly faces now. Uh, because, again, two back-to-back win, 10-win seasons are fantastic. Two bowl wins, fantastic, okay, championships. But that defense was putrid and inexcusable, okay? And it's not going to work in, in an even tougher SEC going forward. With, with Texas and Oklahoma coming on board. And really, again, no reprieve on the schedule for any SEC team, okay, because the SEC is that tough now. Okay, it, is, it, it was tough before. It's even tougher now with Oklahoma and Texas coming in. So, again, a lot of work for Kelly in a short period of time here. What is he going to do on defense? Is he making changes? Is Matt House coming back? Uh, you know, again, the, the, again the, the lack of speed on, on, in the defensive backfield was glaring, okay, even against Wisconsin. Against a team that, again, normally, again, you would see the, the difference in speed between Big Ten and, and SEC, LSU and Wisconsin. You know, in the games they played Wisconsin in the past, it is, it, it's been kind of a, you know, more physical. And, 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 the, and, and the physicality of the Big Ten team versus, versus, uh, versus LSU. But the team speed, especially on defense, non-existent. Non-existent. Sorry. You know, the, the misuse of, again, Harold Perkins, not using Whit Weeks, uh, you know, again, the, the defensive line and how they underachieved. And now you got to deal with the transfer portal. So a lot going on with LSU right now. And, and Kelly's got to triage this very quickly. There's no way the fan base is going to put up with a defense like you had this year, next year. And it was overshadowed a bit. Sean Vazan is going to join us at the bottom of this hour. He was the first to say it, that, again, a lot of cases, everybody got so enamored with, again, the, uh, the Daniels run for the Heisman that they, maybe they got a, Kelly got a little bit of a pass this year, okay, because the offense was so prolific and, and the defense was so bad. So we'll get into that a little bit later on the program as well. Tulane has finished 11-3 and this season now after losing to Virginia Tech in the Military Bowl, 41-20. It was a monsoon. And it was a cold monsoon, too. I mean, again, Look, I want to give Tulane a lot of credit here, okay? They, they didn't quit. They, they played hard, okay? Um, I, I give each and every one of those players, whether they're in the transfer portal or not, uh, coming in under really tough circumstances. And with, again, the, 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 uh, the championship game against SMU. Uh, and, and, I, and I, look, I, I'm of the belief they had full knowledge that, that Fritz was moving on, okay? Uh, again, I thought they played hard, but, again, there was something missing there. You saw it. Also, again, you know, Pratt being injured did not help them there. Uh, and then, of course, you know, the tough end of the season, losing Willie Fritz, the transfer portal defections or possible defections, you know, losing your quarterback to the pros. You talk about a makeshift um, um, uh, coaching staff, you know, kind of a skeleton coaching staff to try to, to try to get through this bowl game. It was tough. It really was, man. Okay? It was tough for them. And, look, Coach Summerall has a very tough task ahead of him. Okay? A very tough task. 
Uh, the, the cupboard's not bare, but the cupboard could be bare with the transfer portal. Uh, I don't know how many kids from Troy can come to New can come to New Orleans and play at Tulane and play at the level that we saw of the type of players that Fritz was recruiting at Tulane. So I don't know if there's a stopgap there. Okay, you know, sometimes when a, when, a, when a coach leaves the program, most like we're seeing Willie Fritz leave Tulane, he can take a lot of his players with him, and, and they can fill the gaps, right? Fill the gaps on, again, the culture you're trying to build or, again, the, the systems you're trying to bring to that particular program. And, and you know, it helps. And, you know, that's in every level, right? High school, pros, whatever, college. Um, how quickly can he triage this program? It's going to be the key to how good Tulane can be next year uh, with the expansion of the playoffs. There's no guarantee for Tulane. I think there would have been a guarantee for Tulane if Willie Fritz stays. There's no guarantee that Summerall could pick, pick up where he left off. We'll talk about that a little bit later on the program. I will say this. Both semifinal games for, for the, um, uh, for the um, uh, national championship were competitive. I thought very, very competitive. Um, uh, you know, again, I, I thought, and I think the Natty is going to be competitive as well. I, I really do. Uh, I think you look at um, Michigan, uh, uh, Alabama last night. Uh, you know, again, I, again I thought that, that that was a really, really good game. Uh, and, you know, again, went, went to overtime for, for them to, um, to have to come out with that win. Um, Washington, um, you know, coming out, um, a lot of people didn't, they really weren't, weren't buying Washington. Um, you know, I thought Texas put up a really big, really big fight in, in, in that game. Um, I thought it was an entertaining game. I thought both of them were very, very entertaining. Okay, I really do. And I really uh, think it's going gonna, it's gonna to set up for a really good national championship. You know, again, without the SEC, right? Without the SEC. Um, and um, it'll be interesting to see, again, how this kind of plays out now uh, with this uh, with this national championship. Again, that's in Houston next Monday. Um, um, and I'm going to get into a little bit later on um, about the bowl season and about the transfer portal. Because, again, I think that the NCAA, after we've seen this now for a couple seasons, has to figure out something when it comes to the transfer portal, okay? And, look, I'm all for the transfer portal. I'm all for NIL. But there has to be some control here, okay? Um, Especially when it comes to the dates. I think, again, I don't think an athlete should be able to to enter the transfer portal until the national championship game is concluded. I think the winter transfer portal has made, again, college postseason moot at this point, Okay? I think the Bulls are no longer relevant with the opt-outs, the pros, or the transfer portal. And I really think that, again, NCAA and college presidents have to delay the portal opening until after the postseason is concluded for the integrity of the college game. And I'm not saying these kids don't have a right to move on because you really can't stop the opt-out to the pros, right? We see this all the, all the time now. Kids are, are going to opt out. They're going to go train, whatever. We see it all the time. But the transfer portal has really diluted the college game because kids are transferring out. Uh, they're, I'm sorry, they're opting out, they're, 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 they're getting a transfer portal, not knowing if they're going to come back. Now, some of these kids played, okay, in, in their bowl games. But just, again, you're not, you're, not even, you're not getting the same teams, okay, that you saw during the regular season. So, I mean, how much, how much are, unless you're really a fan of that particular program, how much are you watching? And the bowl games have become kind of monotonous anyway with so many bowl games that we have right now. So, again, something has to happen here. Or are they, they're going to kill the goose that laid the golden egg here because there's a lot of money, again, with college sports when it comes to these bowl games. 
uh, not just for the for, for the programs, but also for again a chance for the kids to be able to travel, be wanting to dine for a week. Uh, again, the television money, everything else that goes into this, and of course again for the cities that that put on these bowl games. These are huge. Look, the New Orleans Bowl, the Sugar Bowl for New Orleans. These are huge for the city of New Orleans when it comes to tourism. Okay, maybe the New Orleans Bowl is not what the Sugar Bowl is, but it still brings in again right before Christmas, a, 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 you know, at least two schools that are going to have a foul and they're going to bring their, uh, their their teams in. Uh, you know, a lot of those are in close proximity to, to New Orleans, so maybe it's again uh, a trip where they'll be here for the weekend. But it's money's being pumped into the economy, and so these are big things, man. These are big. Uh, these these bowl games are big for these communities, and when you get a shell of the teams that are that are coming in and playing it. It just it just dilutes the product, and, and and they have to figure it out. I'm not saying that again, kids can't transfer. I'm saying, no, the transfer portal will not open up until after the national championship concludes, and maybe this has something to do with again when kids are going back to school for the new semester, and, and maybe there's a workaround on that. I don't know, but I know it's hurting the product of college football right now. It just is. It's you know it's it's tough enough again on, on trying to keep a, keep keep track of who's going where right, but did, man, let's have it after the bowl games and the national championship are concluded. Then kids can 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 can, can go where they want to go. Kids can go where they want to go, but right now, uh, this is not working. This is not working. It isn't working. That's for sure. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Uh, I am your host, Eric Asher. Uh, don't forget about my friend over Dave Miet Insurance. Uh, again, if you're um, looking for an insurance agency that's got your back, whether, again, you're a con- uh, contract, professional business, a business owner or a property owner, whether, again, you're looking for insurance for your home, auto, health, life, uh, business, or commercial insurance policies, East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, or the River Paris, Dave Miet Insurance got you covered. Uh, it's an independent insurance agency. They can search over 50 companies to get you the best price for your insurance, no matter what you're looking for. Uh, they're your experts. You want to find out more, go to D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-T. Let me do this again. D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-A-N-C.com. Or you can call Dave at 504-556-0809. If you're looking for an insurance agent that's got your back, going to be there before and after a claim, going to be there to get you the best price on insurance, go with the company that I've gone with. It's Dave Miet Insurance. 504-556-0809 or D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-T-E-T-I-N-S-A-N-C.com. Sean Vazan next. I'm Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Happy New Year. I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros, plus a voice for you to speak your mind. It's entertainment. It's information. It's all that you could want. And it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. This report is sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career you'll love with flexibility, great pay, and benefits, and one of the country's top workplaces? Join the growing team at Progressive Insurance. Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. All right, good afternoon. Eastbound I-10 between Alamaster and Downman. Seeing a little bit of slow traffic. Eastbound I-10 Elysian Fields to the high-rise. Running about five minutes and also an eight-minute ride. Eastbound I-10 fly over to the high-rise as well. Uh, US-90E at uh, the uh, Barton Avenue area. Construction work going on in the Luling area. That's why we're seeing some slowing there as well. I'm Michael Higgins from the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. 
On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle at Burkhardt air conditioning and heating their number one priority is treating people right take it from me eric asher it means getting there quickly in an emergency they'll be on time and do a perfect job and it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time so if you're looking for a better experience from your generator ac company or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right visit acpromise.com that's acpromise.com and tell them eric sent you Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher, with you until 6. Hey, I want to thank, uh, again, uh, Rudy Dixon for producing our program while I was out. Also want to thank Mike uh, Fazan and also Scott Craig for sitting with in, in for us. Um, also, again, Glenn Gilbo, uh, as well as Tommy Chrysan and uh, Jim Derry, all those guys sitting in for me uh, while we were out, again, uh, enjoying family during the holidays. Uh, again, I uh, hope that you guys had a great holiday season. I and hope you guys had a chance to, be able to check those guys out. We appreciate those guys sitting in for us. And uh, as always, again, uh, thank you guys for, uh, again, tuning into the program. All right, let's, uh, let's head to the uh, guest line. Joining us in the program as we start the new year. Our first guest of 2024 he is Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports. Sean, how you doing, bud? Doing great. Happy New Year. Good to be here. Happy New Year to you, my friend. An extended time in Tampa for you. I do want to ask you this because in the past where we've seen these games where maybe an LSU is playing a game, on a bowl game, and a Saints are playing in the same stadium, we see, again, a, a pilgrimage of Louisianians, uh, Saints and LSU fans that, that, that descend on that city. Uh, you were in Tampa for a while. Again, you, with both games, you covered both games this weekend. Was there an, an, an overabundance of, of LSU and Tulane fans? I'm sorry, LSU and, and Saints fans there? Was it what you would normally have have, um, have seen in the past? Because 
I got the vibe that again that 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 stadium, especially on Sunday, wasn't full of again got maybe fans that came from LSU and went to go see the Saints or, or vice versa. Yeah, look, this is just from the eyeball test. I was able to obviously be there Sunday for the Saints and Monday for LSU. While there was some representation, I just didn't see the takeover like you normally would, especially when the Saints and LSU overlap. Now it's rare that they were playing the same stadium back to back games. Uh, Sunday into Monday, where Saints go first, LSU goes second. Um, but look, especially for the bowl game, I mean, I'm sure you saw it. Raymond James Stadium sure. was, was about sixty mm-hmm. percent empty, uh, and it was right. about split evenly. LSU to Wisconsin in that lower bowl, which is to be expected, right? Two two big time programs in terms of just um, the type of uh, support that they get from their fan base. But I didn't really see the takeover from either team, and then I, I certainly didn't see the takeover uh, from Saints fans that you normally would see make that trip. From you know New Orleans to Tampa, and Tampa's a fun city, and it was obviously yeah. a holiday weekend. But I didn't really mm-hmm. see um, the takeover that I normally would. And it's a shame too, because honestly, it was one of the better weekends of the football season. You talk about back to back games from Saints and LSU getting uh, getting wins. Yeah, I would agree with you. And look, I, I got the same vibe. I mean, I'm, I'm looking. I'm going when I when it, when when the the, the TV panned, uh, cameras panned on the stadium on both games. I'm thinking to myself, well, this isn't normal. Normally, again, uh, the, you know, especially LSU fans and Saints fans, if they got a chance to be in the same city, on you know, celebrating a, again a bowl game and, and, and a Saints, you know, must win, right? That that, that we see a crowd of, of, of fans there, and I just didn't think we did. I'm glad you were able to um, uh, to confirm that for us. Let, let's get into the Saints. Uh, it's 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 been a long way to eight and eight, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, uh, just I mean, so many ups and downs, so many miscues. I mean, uh. uh just give me your, your overall take on the season so far. Now, again, we know, again, that, look, this is a huge weekend for the you know, Even if they win, there's no guarantees here. But just give me your overall thoughts. It's been a weird flow to this season. I mean, you really, I, I still go back to that 2-0 start, and I go back to that Green Bay game where it looked like they were on the doorstep of 3-0, and and then Carr gets hurt, and then they, they let a 17-point lead collapse in the final eight minutes of the game. And it, it's like they never quite found their true footing since that point, just in terms of making a leap, because uh, that would have been a three-game win streak. Instead, they went to two and one. And if you think about it, Carr got hurt in that game, and that loss bled over into the Tampa Bay loss, which put them at two and two. And it was like they've been fighting five hundred pretty much all season. They've never really had a losing streak. They've never really had a winning streak, or at least not a long one in either direction. So it's kind of been this up, down, up, down, up, down. But it hasn't been like high, high, up or low, low, low. It's been more of like two wins here, a loss there, three losses here, two wins here. You know that sort of thing, sort of a up-down, up-down sort of thing. And it's been a weird flow, and it's been a hard team to get behind because there hasn't been any sort of stretch of great or terrible play. And I think that's why you kind of have this kind of mixed vibe when you get to 8-8. Eight and eight. Uh, It's a strange path to it, as you mentioned, and it, it rarely happens like this because at some point either you stack a few in one direction, uh, more than just two at a time, which is what the Saints seem to have been doing most of the year. But – here they are, <laughs> as inconsistent or as crazy as it's been, eight and eight, with a slight chance to make the postseason heading into the final week of the season. Right, you know, Sean, the the, the thing that that really has has frustrated me more than anything else is there are two things that you that you went into this with. Okay, the first thing was the continuity uh, of keeping the coaching staff together, mm-hmm. trying to be able to squeeze one more, maybe a couple more years out of the Peyton regime. And we saw that kind of fail last year with a seven-win season. Um, 
and, and then of course going out and getting a guy like uh, like like Derek Carr, ten year veteran. You bring him in so you don't have growing pains as a quarterback. And then we've seen as this season has progressed, you know, finally using play action with Carr. But you know, putting Zach Bond in I'm just using him as an mm-hmm. example on the yeah. defensive side, getting him to brush the passer. I mean, figuring out, you know, how you know how to change the game plan for this particular team. To, you know, in a lot of cases, again, getting out coached week to week. Um, it, it's really been the most frustrating thing for this for the season. Uh, you know, the injuries somewhat, and we've seen some young guys step up, maybe some guys that weren't counted on stepping up. But you know, I just felt like if you kind of feel like, again, this coaching staff kind of let this team down this year because, you know, I, I don't know if they were prepared week to week. Well, they were prepared this week. i, I got to give them credit. They they completely outcoached the Bucks. I will week. agree with that. And, and all, all three phases, they completely outcoached, outplayed. You talk about a team that came out flat, winning four straight. I mean, I was it's like the Bucks spent the night before partying um, – a little early for New Year's and thought the, the win was a guarantee. I mean, it was bad inside Tampa Bay. Uh, they looked horrible. Um, and the Saints were ready. They, can't, they were coming off of that mini-bye. Uh, and they've done well coming off the mini-bye. It was, a, it was kind of a lost fact, but this is five straight wins after the mini-bye uh, for the right. Saints, dating back a few seasons. Um, but I, I think what was frustrating was how long it took to figure some of these things out. Right. How long it took to implement play action with Derek Carr. And it wasn't like they ran it a ton, but it was more, and it seemed to be in better spots where they knew what the defense was going to do and it, how, and it would work in certain situations. Why did it take so long with Zach Bond? I mean, this is year four for Zach Bond. And we know he is not a stack linebacker. He is a pass rusher. That's what he does best. But it's, you know, he's 6'2 and a half instead of 6'6", six, six, so it was kind of a, a no-go there for so long. And then all of a sudden he was talking to that role because they needed him. And look what's happened. Um, those are just two examples, as you mentioned. But the frustrating thing has been how long it took them to figure it out. They were able to weather the storm because of the the, the, the teams they played, and there have been times where they just you know, they they out you know they, they they've just played well. But it, it is frustrating how it took them so long to figure it out, and they have figured it out. Let's be real; they've won three out of the last four with a chance to win four out of the last five going into the final game of the season, and you just wonder. Had you figured this out a little bit earlier, how different this season would be? I agree, which is one of the reasons why you stayed with the original staff, continuity, right, because they know your team inside out. One of the reasons why you go get a quarterback that's been around for 10 years, you should know what he does well. Heck, again, your head coach coached him. Uh, he is much more comfortable in the play-action game. Um, and, and it just, it, 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 again, it almost feels like, again, a wasted season. And, and guys, are, and again, this is an old team that's getting older. So, you know, it just it, look, they, they might – Pull a rabbit out of a hat this weekend. They might beat the Falcons, end up division champs, or end up as a wild card team. But I, I do think it's masking again some of the big problems that we're seeing within this organization. Well, I mean, you just said it. It's, it's an aging roster. Um, it's um, you know a staff that was a little slow to react to certain things. Um, it's uh, a group as a whole that. I think it's, look, we all get older. We all have a little bit of a sense of nostalgia. I, I think this it's crept in a little too much with this organization. It's almost like the good old days are going to keep coming. We're going to hold on to the good old days as long as we possibly can. Um, I think that's crept in a little bit. Um, and I, I think this, this team has been inconsistent in their discipline slash details, which I think has really hurt them and has led to the most inconsistency, uh, most inconsistencies this season from a week-to-week basis. But here they are with a shot. All you can do is yep. play it out, Eric, and just see where, where the ships fall. I agree. Now, again, uh, I, w- I want to move on to LSU and Tulane. 
But uh, you are of the opinion uh, of that, again, Dennis Allen is safe. Mickey Loomis is safe. Maybe there'll be some changes. Maybe there won't be. But, again, for the most part, it's going to be status quo. Am I right? Yeah, I, I'll be – yeah. I mean, from what I understand, Dennis Allen's safe. And I don't, I don't think – as tough as it is for some Saints fans to hear, I don't think he was ever in real jeopardy unless there was some really bad collapse, you know, shut out the last two weeks. Now they won. They beat one of the hottest teams in the league to, to kind of save their playoff hopes. I think he's back. I think the organization wants to see him succeed. They're giving him every possible opportunity to. And now he's got a plus one uh, differential in the, at, at the very least in the, in the win category. I think he's back. Uh, look, I, Mickey Loomis, I, who knows how it would go. I, he wouldn't get fired. I mean, he would definitely no. not get fired. I mean, if he there was some kind of you know reshuffling of duties, I, I don't know if that's on the table. I, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility, but I haven't heard anything concrete on that. But um, I, this this organization, you know, they don't like seismic shifts when it comes to change. So yep. uh, it feels like uh, a lot of the a lot of the same is going to return. Yep, I would agree. All right, let's let's talk a, a little bit about LSU. Thirty-five, uh, thirty-one winners of Wisconsin. They got back-to-back ten-win seasons, two back-to-back uh, champ, uh, bowl championships. Um, but I think this is a, re- a defining year for for Brian Kelly. Uh, you brought it up weeks and weeks and weeks ago, and you were the first to bring it up, and I've heard other people kind of echo your sentiments that, that again, he got a little bit of a pass here because of the Jaden Daniels quest for the Heisman. You cannot have a defense like this defense was uh, this past season at LSU, period, the end. Can't happen again. So, again, he's got, he's got to triage the transfer portal like everybody else does, but he's got to get better very, very quickly on the defensive side of the ball. Critique. Brian Kelly, critique this this particular season and, and, and what you think has to happen beyond. Uh, well, for, well, for, well, for real, I think it was more of a situation where um, I, I think he was a little bit of denial about how bad this defense was going to be, um, about where he was with this defense, and um, just how poorly this defense was going to play. And I really got an appreciation or a lack of appreciation for it when they um, when I saw it up close uh, against Wisconsin. Wisconsin is not Ole Miss. Wisconsin is not Florida State. Uh, Wisconsin is not Alabama. Wisconsin is Wisconsin. You have better athletes than them. And they were, they are so poorly coached on defense, Eric. They have terrible technique in the secondary. They don't tackle well. Um, they just don't they, – they're all out of whack. So defensively, um, it, they're just not where they need to be. I think overall it was a – a good year in some ways, but it was an off-balance year because you had such a great offense, uh, and yet defensively you were absolutely terrible. So, um, to me, year two, he got to 10 wins. That's cool. That's great. But this isn't Notre Dame. This is LSU. Uh, 10 wins is not, is not the expectation. National championships are the expectations at LSU. 10 wins is a nice floor, and that's what he's done. He's established the floor. But I don't, I don't give this season a, a high grade. Uh, for Brian Kelly because Jaden Daniels won the Heisman. They give it an A-plus grade for Jaden Daniels because he won the Heisman, but not for Brian Kelly because, look, the buck stops with him. And um, that when you have that big of a drastic turn, you know, off-balance of your roster when it comes to offense and defense, then you have what you have out of, out of LSU. And uh, it was nice to get the 10 wins. They had to rally against a team that were bad. They had more athletes. They had more athletes in yeah. Wisconsin. You can make a case Wisconsin outplayed LSU, but LSU's mm-hmm. athletes out, out, uh, was, was enough to make the difference. But um, going into year three, I think the bar has to be raised to college football playoff battling for a national championship. I agree. I will say this. For the first time in a long time, I mean, against a Big Ten school, right, um, I felt like that on defense, 
that they were that that, that, that there wasn't the speed that we normally see, difference between you see the Big Ten and, and the SEC. I thought you know Wisconsin had athletes that could stay with LSU's defensive athletes, and that 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 cannot happen if they're going to compete in this expanded SEC. Well, I I don't know. I mean, look, I don't know, man for man, athlete for athlete. I, I would still point the arrow to LSU, but I, Eric, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it because I knew it was bad watching games, but up close, right. I couldn't believe it. I mean, I, I couldn't believe how poor the technique was. I couldn't believe how sure. terrible the angles were in tackling. I couldn't believe how out of position linebackers were just misplaying mm-hmm. gaps on simple running plays that led to right. big time runs and gashing runs mm-hmm. uh, for Wisconsin. A team you should never. I mean, they were they're losing fifty fifty balls in the end zone to, to to Wisconsin receivers. And look, Wisconsin's got some players, but they're not they're not on LSU's level, and um, that was disheartening. Now, in saying that, on the other side of the ball. Um, you saw some promising things out of the young gunslinger and Garrett Nussmeyer and what he was able to do in a very adverse situation in his first career start. And, and look, I think Jackson's going to be a player for them. Uh, Troy Holly's going to be a player for uh, Holly's going to be a player for them. Uh, they're going to have to be upgrade the wide receiver position some, but but again, their offensive line is stout. Their their uh, their tight ends are good. Uh, so again, offensively, I think they're going to be in pretty good shape going into next year. Defensively, they need an overhaul, and it may be yeah. coaching staff overhaul as well too. Yeah, well, they, they, look, they're so poorly coached. I, I would turn the whole thing over on defense, honestly, mm-hmm. from coordinator on down. I mean, I mean, it, the secondary is so bad and so poorly coached. I, I don't know who's back there. I mean, I know their names, but I, I don't know how. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, what he's planning on doing. But I would, I would really get a, an entire new def- and defensive line. It didn't really connect until uh, the end of the game. Sure. I would really take a hard look at the entire defensive staff because it's, it's, it, they're so poorly coached. It's not just coordination; it, mm-hmm. it, it's coaching. Position coaching as well, but I would go from the top down. Um, look, I thought Garrett Nussmeyer played really well. Um, I thought um, you saw the arm talent utilized all three levels of the field, left, middle, and right of the field. You know, and think of the adverse situations he was in. Down by 14 mm-hmm. twice right. in his first career start, battling back twice, and then needing a 98-yard drive to win the game. And he was able to do all three. I thought it was a great first start for, for Garrett Nussmeyer. It really goes to show you, the difference is when you can prepare and practice all week with the first team versus you know, getting thrown into the fire in the middle of the third quarter. I agree. Um, how much do you read into the last two games for Tulane? Again, uh, you know, they've won, what, 23 games over the last two seasons, finished 11-3. and It was a monsoon with the military bull losing to Virginia Check 41-20. to uh, The AAC championship losing to SMU. Of course, you know, the, the, the defection of Willie Fritz. Talk about the state of Tulane. Well, look, it's a tough way to end that year, and it's and it's really it's a product of the the college football calendar where it's the only sport like that, Eric. Where the regular season and postseason, there's such a gap where you can lose your coach, lose half your players, and have to play a bowl game, you know, uh, without the team you had battled all year with uh, leading up to that point. It, it really sucks. It really should be, you know, there should be something about that the college football I calendar. Agree. But I do like the direction. I do like the young high, the, the hire that they had. With John Me Summerall, um, I think he's going to be—he's a, a young coach that can bring an edge uh, to Tulane, um, and I, I look forward to you know what's going to happen in the future because I think the foundation has been laid. Now I don't know Willie Fritz left, but I think he laid a solid foundation, and the program's in a better spot. So I'm curious to see how he attacks the portal, recruiting, whatever the case may be. Right. Um, but I do think there's still good days ahead for Tulane football. 
Uh, I, I think it's got to happen pretty quickly, though. Somewhere else got to triage again this program, make sure KJ stops the, you know, the, uh, the, the defection of the transfer portal. Quickly got to get his staff together, figure out, what, again, what his defense and offensive schemes are going to be here at Tulane, and, and, and then, you know, again, get out there and, and start recruiting because, uh, you know, this, they got a real shot here with the expansion of the, of the playoffs if they can continue what Willie Fritz has started. Yeah, and honestly, that that should be the goal. I mean, that 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 should be the goal. Let's let's keep the expectations high. Uh, let's keep the standards high, um, and that's what you get when you. I mean, look, the last couple seasons they they've just successfully turned it around. So, yeah, I think that should be the goal for Tulane football. And honestly, I think it can continue down that path. I really do. Me too. All right, you're you're um uh, give us the, first of all before we let, we let you go. Tell us about all the great programming over Fox 8. How much has this changed now with football season getting ready to end? Uh, your award-winning blog, which will be an award-winning podcast. How folks can follow, follow you on social media. Tell us all about it. Well, yeah, well, we'll have uh, this week, uh, we're back at it, Fox 8 Overtime tonight uh, at 1030. Uh, tomorrow at 1030, uh, games, and then Thursday, the final bet. Uh, and then Sunday, we'll have our uh, Fox 8 Live tailgate on the Superdome. And then um, – the final play at 10.30, and Monday we have Black and Go Review at 10.30. Uh, at Sean Bazan Fox 8 on X slash Twitter is my Twitter account. And um, the podcast, we'll drop it tonight, so wherever you get your podcast, also subscribe to our YouTube channel, the Fox 8 Overtime Podcast YouTube channel with Vasilios and myself and my blog, the After Further Review blog on fox8live.com. I think I covered it all. <laughs> yeah, I think you did. Happy New Year, my friend. Again, continued success. They've done a fantastic job, uh, again, with Fox 8. And uh, as always, we appreciate your time on our programs. All right, bud. Happy New Year. Same to you, bud. There he goes. Sean Bazin of Fox 8 Sports. All right, don't forget about my friends at Burkhart. In the market for a generator for your home or business. Yeah, the holidays are behind us now. Maybe you start thinking more about, again, uh, making sure that when the power goes out in your neighborhood, your power will never go out. How about calling my friends at Burkhart? Got a lot of companies jumping in the generator business these days, right? But, again, go with the pros, the experts. Uh, the, the guys that were putting the generator in, 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 in a place in your yard that would keep your family safe long before it became law, right? Okay? Burkhart takes care of the whole process for you. Planning, permits, inspections. they got a dedicated generator team that does it all. At Burkhardt, again, uh, again, they uh, uh, give you the peace of mind of knowing, again, when the power goes on in your neighborhood, your, your power will stay on. You can finance that generator over time if you like. Get a new installed quality check after one month. That means one part of their generator team uh, will come out and show you how to operate the system. At Burkhardt, they do their best to give you a single-day install. Again, with that, again, they offer you emergency service, maintenance service, have a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator. Generator sales and service are their business. Looking for an expert? Looking for the best? It's Burkhart. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Stay tuned. Hi, Eric Asher with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. 
Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, Bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Hi, I'm Keisha Swafford with Cumulus Radio and Digital. I specialize in growing businesses throughout the Crescent City. At Cumulus New Orleans, our four radio stations reach over 180,000 powerful consumers each week. And radio has proved to deliver a 10 to 1 return on investment for our advertisers. Plus, when you combine radio and digital assets, your success is even greater. If you need to grow your business, email me at Keisha.Swafford at Cumulus.com. That's Keisha.Swafford at Cumulus.com. It works. This report is sponsored by VIX Pure Z's Kids. Pure Z's Kids is mindfully formulated for kids with an optimal level of melatonin to help them gently fall asleep naturally. It's 100% drug free and available in delicious gummies and liquid. Try Pure Z's Kids tonight. Good afternoon, eastbound 610 from Metairie to New Orleans East. Eight minutes, that's a four-minute delay. And seeing a little bit of slowing, just a little bit. Eastbound I-10 from Elysian Fields to the high-rise, four-minute ride there. Slow between Allenmaster and Downman at this time. Heavier traffic westbound I-10 between Clearview and Power Boulevard. Slow traffic US-90 eastbound uh, at Barton Avenue. Some construction work going on in the Luling area, keeping things slow. I'm Michael Higgins, New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Yes, I'm in live in 2024. After a little bit of a hiatus for the um, Christmas and uh, uh, Christmas holidays. I want to thank again uh, Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports for joining us on the program. It'll be you and I in hour number two. I'll jump into Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans, all that. We'll talk about the national championship. 
I'll get again into, again, the transfer portal and why I think those dates need to be changed. All that coming up in hour number two. Don't forget, Juan Kincaid joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. That's right, Fox 8 Sports Director Juan Kincaid will be our guest. Uh, again, uh, set your DVR for your favorite time slot, and you'll never miss the show. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't go anywhere. My good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. And why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery.
our man, Eric Asher. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6, 106.1 FM on your radio dial. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms. You got to leave the vehicle, maybe leaving the house. Uh, you're not inside of the radio. Download iHeartRadio or TuneIn Radio apps, and you'll keep you'll take the show with you anywhere. Uh, NashFM1061.com and also EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Join us on our social media platforms where we post our podcast. Also, again, a copy of our television show each and every week. Um, great conversation, strong opinions, promote our sponsors. Be part of the uh, family. At Eric underscore Asher on X, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram and Threads. And, of course, our podcast is everywhere. Anchor, Spotify, or home base for an all-podcasting platform. Search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher, and you'll find the uh, the show for it pretty easily. All right, let me let me grab this real quick. Uh, want to want to first of all thank um, uh, all those that filled in for me while we were um, out visiting family during during the uh, holidays. Uh, Mike uh, Fazan and Scott Craig, also again Glenn Gilbo. Uh, Tommy Chrysan, Jim Derry, all, again, filled in for uh, yours truly. We appreciate those guys filling in for, for us. Rudy, again, coordinated the whole thing for me. Thanks again to, again, everyone that was involved in, again, keeping the show going while um, we were visiting my, uh, gr- my my grandchild up in Nashville. And, of course, uh, again, i uh, got another one coming uh, at the end of this month, My second gra- our second grandchild with our first with uh, our firstborn. So, again, and, of course, our son was uh, was in town as well. So got a chance to really get with family. Looking forward to uh, again, the end of this month as we will bring on our uh, our second grandchild into the family. Um, with that said, I hope you had a great holiday season. I'm wishing, again, each and every one of our listeners um, uh, a very happy and healthy and prosperous 2024 for all of us. And um, if you missed the first hour, you heard me talk a little bit about what, what my thoughts on the city, the state, going into 2024. That'll be up on the podcast when we finish our program uh, at 6 o'clock this evening and making way for, again, our, um, for um, uh, Jude Young on, on a Tuesday, right? Is that right, um, uh, Rudy? It'll be Jude tonight? That is correct. It'll be Jude tonight. Okay. Um, before we get started, uh, again, I uh, want to remind you about it, my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Look, ladies and gentlemen, there are a lot of folks out there that, um, you know, maybe you have your own air conditioning company that you've been using. Maybe you're not getting the service that you deserve. I can promise you this. You'll get the great, you'll get great service with Burkhart. Nate certified technicians that are experts, whether it is installing a new system or, again, uh, repairing a, an existing system at your home or your business. Heating systems, elect, uh, elect, electrical, AC, also, again, uh, generators. My friends at Burkhart are a full-service company. Uh, 30 years of taking care of their customers. If you're looking for a company you can trust, it's Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. I'd let no one else work on my on our, our systems. Uh, I've, I met John Burkhart 30 years ago. John and I became friends. More importantly, again, John, again, has is a quality individual. 
uh, and that, that permeates through his sons, Jason and Josh, his wife, all the way through that company with Nate Certified Technicians that have been with them for decades. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home of business. And uh, I can promise you this, trustworthiness and, and, again, attention to detail. Uh, treating your home like their home is what you'll get from my friends at Burkhart. I'm living proof of it. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right, let's jump into it. Um, Saints, uh, again, with uh, an opportunity to possibly go to the playoffs. They're 8-8. Eight and eight. They're tied for first place right now with um, the in the FC South with Tampa Bay. They hold the tiebreaker uh, over the Saints for the division crown. The Saints will need to beat the Falcons on Sunday in the Dome. Again, that's a noon kick on CBS. Uh, and then, of course, Tampa Bay would have to lose to Carolina. Uh, the wild card will only happen with the Saints if they win uh, versus the Falcons, and both Green Bay and Seattle lose on Sunday. So the Saints have no longer control their own destiny. Um, I thought they played one of the most complete games of the season on Sunday against the Bucks. Uh, they avenged that 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 uh, you know week four, 26 to nine beat down in the dome. I think when you look at the at, at again just the game itself. I thought the Saints played well uh, in all phases. Now, they've done this for a few games this year, right, where we said this. New England one, one comes to mind. Uh, there have been a few games where you come away going, man, that's the team we thought they were going to be. Um, I, I credit, again, Derek Carr for a solid game. He didn't turn the ball over. I thought he was comfortable in the pocket. Uh, the, 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 the stats are not gaudy, right? 197 yards on 24 for 32. He had the one sack where he threw the ball out of bounds. Again, other than that, he was clean for the most part. The offensive line played played well. He did throw two touchdowns, right? Um, uh, but uh, and, and I thought more than anything else, the comfort level in the pocket is what we've seen, uh, again, um, over the last few weeks um, when he's had a good game. That's when, you, that's when you've, you've really seen him kind of shine, the, the comfort level. Now, I said this to Sean earlier today because it, it is mind-blowing. It's amazing what play action can do for a quarterback that's thrived on that his entire career in an offense that uh, featured play action, right? And, and it comes back to, again, the coaching staff. I mean, the media pointed it out. The fans point were calling for it. But it took to the final quarter of the season to implement play action, okay? I mean, just really frustrating, okay? Um, I mean, that, that, that play action has helped every part of the offense. It's made Carr better. That makeshift offensive line is better. Okay, now look, think about this now. Ramshek went on IR. You had Landon Young out there again. He gets hurt. Irving comes in. He's got to fill in. Uh, we may have seen the last of Ryan Ramshek as a saint. Okay, I mean, again, it's just, you know, again, he's been playing on one leg for the last two years. Uh, just not healthy. And, you know, I give him credit for gutting it out. Uh, you know, is Young the answer there? I don't know. I mean, right now you'd have to say, you know, he played okay. Um I thought the running game was better when they went with play action. I thought the receivers had more time to get open again because the defense had respect the possibility of runoff play action. So, you know, I mean, why did it take so long? I mean, why did, I mean, especially when you I – mean, Dennis Allen knew Derek Carr from, from Oakland and, and Las Vegas. Uh, Carmichael should have they, – they should have scouted Carr before they gave him a $150 million contract. That, by the way, they can get out after after next year with only a $70 million cap hit. And believe me, that's got to happen, okay? Um, he's not the answer. A, a guy in his 30s now. I mean, uh, unless, again, you, you have an, an, an incredible offensive line where, where he feels comfortable. Now, again, I will say, he had injuries this year. And, 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 you know, he played through those injuries. He showed toughness. He showed leadership. 
And, and it took a while for him to really get the playbook down, which, again, was one of the reasons why you bring in a, a quarterback and you pay him $150 million, a 10-year vet. You don't, you, you're not looking for that. You're not looking for this learning curve that's, that's taken almost the entire season. But, again, this is more on the coaching staff this year than it is on Carr. I, I thought that the coaching staff failed this, this team this season. I mean, I'm just using a couple examples like I did with Sean. Play action with Carr. Now using Zach Bond as a pass rusher. Starting Penny when, when, when he wasn't ready. I mean, so many mistakes were made by this staff this year. Okay? And then coming up, the mistakes that were made last year. And I'll go back to what I talked about with Sean earlier today. The reason why this organization went with continuity is because the staff knew the players, right? The, and, and they knew the Peyton system. And then they tried to squeeze at least, a, you know, a little bit more out of that Peyton system, right? So for the last two years, from Allen to Carmichael, the coaches have failed to put this veteran team in a position to win games. Look, they're, they're setting the game plan. They're setting the scheme up, okay? Again, they're calling the plays. The players have to, have to, have to, uh, have to go out there and, and, and play at a high level. They have to carry out the game plan. In a lot of cases, they didn't do it well. But in a lot of cases, the game plan was flawed. So many game plan errors, just bad game plans, or lack of effective adjustments, not playing players in positions where they can be successful. These are things that, again, coaches do. These are also fireable offenses with any other organization, but not the Saints in a post-Payton era because there is no accountability. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. 8-8 eight and eight with a chance to go 9-8 and eight with a possible playoff berth or a division championship after going 7-10 and 10 last season. It's given Loomis and Benson cover to bring Allen back as head coach, okay? But that doesn't mean it's the right thing for the future of this organization. Dennis Allen and his coaching staff with a veteran team, okay, going out and getting the quarterback that they wanted, right? Right? Making the staff changes that Dennis Allen wanted on defense. Losing quality coaches, right? Had the easiest schedule in the NFL. Played against, again, the worst quarterbacks in the league on a week-in, week-out basis. And the best this talented Saints veteran team could do is 8-8 eight and eight right now, needing help to get into the postseason? I mean, come on. There's nobody satisfied with this except for airline drive. The fans are not satisfied by this. The season ticket holders are not satisfied by this. Anybody tell me, I keep hearing, you know, this team didn't quit. Let me tell you something right now. This team didn't quit because this is a veteran team that Peyton put together, and they're not quitters, okay? But they were not put in a position to win by their coaching staff. So they're running it back, man. They're running it back with Allen. They're running it back with Carr. And they're going to expect a different result. With an aging roster, with a cap strap uh, situation right now, and draft picks that have been traded away in in, in, in Deals that were just bad, bad deals uh, for this team. So, are you telling me, asking me if I'm if I'm happy about what's going on right now? I'm not. As a fan, as a season ticket holder, and and as a media member, I am not happy with the way the direction of this organization, at all. And in most NFL cities, they would be done. Seven and ten, and eight and eight, eight and nine, or nine and eight would not be good enough even with a division championship or getting into the playoffs. I'm happy about the win, 
But the Kansas Ailes' team needs to be cut out. That means the pressure washing the entire organization from Loomis to Allen. But it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen after this season. Win or lose. Win or lose on Sunday. Make the postseason or not. This organization is going to stick with, 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 again, with the status quo. They're going to kick the can down the road once again. Another season. It's frustrating. Because we've seen bad football. And we, we can identify bad football. And you can identify bad coaching. And again, at, at the NFL level, you don't get a reprieve. You don't get a pass like they're getting out there on A-line drive right now. Okay? You're not getting the pass on, again, bad game plans and not making the proper adjustments, not putting the proper players on, on, on the field in proper positions so that they can be successful. I'm sorry. Okay? It don't take you 15 weeks to figure out play actions with your quarterback needs. Oh, by the way, you can't go on a pass rush for half the season, and finally you go with this new NASCAR package, and you bring in Zach Bond, who's been, been getting, again, cobwebs on, on, on special teams, much like you did last year. Same deal. Letting good players, finally playing players that have been in your system for years, they, they, they play well. They end up with another team. In a lot of cases, a division rival. Frustrating, man. But they got me, okay? And I said this before. I'm a season ticket holder since 1981. I'm not giving my tickets up. There are many reasons why, okay? I'm just going to have to suck it up. And just watch some bad football. Because do you really think it's going to get better with Dennis Allen next year? Do you really think that, again, this organization, minus Sean Payton, is going to get it right? I don't. I don't. Look what Payton has done in Denver in a short period of time. Continuity has failed. But the only ones that, again, that, that, are, that are, are not cognizant of that are the ones that are making the decisions on airline drive. Frustrating. Hells go. Um, sixth in the West, 19 and 14, seven and three in their last 10. They've won two straight. They beat two teams they've had a tough time in beating. And, and that, that's a step forward for this team. Okay, Utah and the Lakers. Now, they lost to Houston and Memphis on, uh, at the beginning of this homestand. Um, Memphis has had their number since Jai has come back. They, they've won two games against this team since Jai has come back. And Houston's had their number. Okay. Um, they finished the homestand tonight against the Nets. Um, Pels currently are 11 and seven on, on the road. They'll be in Minnesota to, uh, I'm sorry, they're 11 and seven at home, pardon me. They're on the road against Minnesota tomorrow night. They're eight and seven on the road. But I will say this, it was really good to see the Pels beat a, a Utah team that's had their number, right? Uh, now they were not at full strength. And then they were able to avenge that debacle in the desert by blowing out the Lakers uh, again last night. Now, the Lakers won a back-to-back. They, they, they had played four games in, I think, five nights. Uh, but, again, 129 to 109, Pels played, played really good basketball last night. Now, I'll say this. With the exception of the two losses to Memphis and, and the loss to the Rockets, I think the Pels have been playing really good basketball. I really do. I think the ball movement's there, been there and the defense has been there. And I think that's, to me, the key to when the Pels are, are playing quality basketball. When they are, are, are playing strong defense, they create offense off that defense, easy baskets, right? 
And then the ball movement, the unselfishness, giving up again a good shot for a great shot, we see it all the time now, right, are two of the keys why this team has made the turnaround. Um, C.J. has been shooting lights out, man. I mean, you can see the difference between C.J. McCollum last year injured and C.J. McCollum now, okay? Um, B.I., outstanding, okay? Not, not just in facilitating, but also knocking down tough shots for this team. Uh, mid-range, again, he's a mid-range assassin. But he's been able to step out, hit the three-point shot, again, driving to the basket. I mean, a complete game for him. Zion, hitting the boards and playing defense. Look, I know he can score inside. The two things that, again, that, that he has to do is he has to be a better off-the-ball defender. He's been doing that. Okay? Better, again, moving his feet on defense. We're seeing that more, one-on-one defense. But also hitting the boards. I've said it before. This guy needs to be a double-double guy every night. Okay? He should be getting 10 rebounds a night to go, again, with double figures in, in terms of scoring. So, he's, again, he's hitting the boards. Um, and then the bench, man. The bench has played so Al- – Alvarado was a Laker killer on Sunday. Najee coming in. The one thing I like about Najee's game is he has become so much more confident in his shot. Not just a little three-point corner shot, getting to the rim, again, having to be able to absorb contact and score. Um, his defense is outstanding, okay? The return of Larry Nance Jr. is so huge for this team. Because he does the little things, right? The intangibles. First of all, you have the ability to go small and have him be able to, again, be able to switch on anything. Any player out there, he can switch. Any type of defense you want to play, he can play it. He can rebound. He can block shots. He can score around the rim. He has got a high basketball IQ. He passes the ball well. I mean, again, he is just, he is underappreciated in a lot of cases, okay, for what he does, the little things that he does for this team. You know, Herb and Dyson on defense. Herb knocking down, again, those the three-point shot. When he is hitting, he brings another dimension to this team. And then Dyson, again, look, I just think he's just underrated as a defender. And he's just going to get better. He's just going to get better. You know, again, double-double every night from Valanchunas. Again, another guy that's just been underappreciated here in New Orleans. Now, Murphy has, has knee soreness. He missed the Laker game after, again, a huge, huge game down the stretch against Utah. He's questionable for tonight's game against, against the Nets. Hopefully he'll get back soon. They had, they had, they had sent Hawkins down to the, to the G League. Uh, he scored 32 points in his time with the Birmingham team. He comes back last night, plays a little bit against the Lakers. Uh, Again, he just got he's just he's just lost in, in as I said it would be, right? I mean, I talked about this early in the season. You know, with all the injuries. When this team's healthy, uh, again, there's gonna be some guys that are gonna get lost uh, on the bench because there's just not gonna be enough time to put them on the floor. Um But right now, look, this team is doing all the right things. Again, from 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 again the defense to the unselfishness on offense, um, all the things that it takes for them to win, they're doing. Now, we're in January 2024. This is where the Pels' injuries piled up last season after a great start, right? Remember? They never recovered. This is a deep and talented team. And when they're focused, I'll say this right now, when they're focused, when they're playing basketball the right way, they could beat anybody in the West. And I wouldn't have said that a few weeks ago. I wouldn't have said that a few months ago. But they're playing really good basketball right now. And, then again, it's, they've shown us what they can do. And I really think that January is going to be a huge month. Uh, like I said, they're sixth right now in the West. 
if they're going to be a top four team in the West, this is the month they got to prove it. So hopefully, again, they'll stay injury free. Uh, and we will see this team continuing to come come together and gel. And, you know, the depth of, uh, of the talent on this team. And Willie Green growing as a coach as well. I got to say that, okay? You know, again, there have been times at the times where you scratch your head with Willie Green. Uh, we all love Willie Green. Um, but, again, I think he's getting better. I think he's got a better feel for his team now, uh, especially when you, when you start talking about combinations on the floor, how he's going to, you know, the, the ebb and flow of the game. Um, so, again, if they can curtail the injuries, because there's going to be injuries, right, uh, they got a real shot here because David Griffin has put together a really good team. You know, uh, marketing was on the floor last night. I had the professor on, on um, uh, Nick Harrison on the TV show two weeks ago. And one of the things he talked about what this team, I asked what this team needs, he said marketing. I'm watching marketing last night. Look, I think he's a really good player. And look, I, I know, I've said Fletcher Mackle said the same thing. I don't, I don't know. I mean, again, um, I think when you have to give up the, the, what the quality of player that, that they're going to have to give up on this team, to add a player like a market in. I, I don't know if I just don't stand pat. I mean, I've talked, I've talked about athletic big. Valentunas is playing like an athletic big. Nance, if he can stay healthy, is a nice one-two combination. Let's face it, I didn't think much of Zeller. Zeller's come in, and every time he's played, he's hustled. So I, I thought maybe the weak link might be at the center position. And, but it's not. You've got shooting now. You know, not only do you have a, a, a guy like Murphy who can knock down, I mean, shots from anywhere, uh, but, again, you've got Hawkins now that you can lean on if you need to, okay, if there's injuries. Uh, you feel so much better uh, about Najee Marshall and his shot, Alvarado. Daniels is a little bit better with his shot. But, again, now you've got Ingram, uh, you know, again, who's playing at a very, very high level. Jones has got confidence in his shot. McCollum's playing lights out right now. And, look, Zion is still, again, you know, unstoppable inside. So they got a nice inside-outside punch. The biggest thing, again, offensive boards, that, that they, they, they really get hurt there. That's where, that's where Zion really has to, has, to, has, to, has to thrive. And, again, um, as long as they're rebounding and playing defense, they can play with anybody. Now, they got to stay focused. That's something they've lost at times. Hopefully they can do that. All right, don't forget about my friends over at um, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. I don't care where you live. If you are looking for a generator for your home or your business, call my friends at Burkhardt. They're the experts when it comes to installation of a generator for your home or business. Um, It has been, hands down, the best investment we've made in our home. And right now, You can get a new Generac generator for less than $4 a day. That's less than a cup of coffee, ladies and gentlemen. You know, the peace of mind of knowing that when the power goes out in your neighborhood, your power stays on. Uh, You know, having the ability to evacuate if you'd like, but to be able to come home quicker because you have power at your house. Not worrying about, again, your your food spoiling in your freezer or refrigerator because your generator's working, even if you're not home, right? And then, again, if you decide to stay, knowing that at the end you have power. So if you decide to stay for a tropical event, you know you have power through it all. Uh, at Burkhardt, they're the experts. Uh, they offer you a new install quality check after one month. We say Burkhardt employee will, uh, as part of that generator team will come out, show you how to operate your system. They offer you financing for your generator. They do their very best to give you a single-day install. 
Uh, they have a warehouse in the stock with all the parts you need. They offer you emergency service, maintenance service. You can't beat it. Uh, then they handle everything for you. Their, their crack generator team handles everything for you from planning to inspections to permits. You do nothing. Okay? You decide whether you want to pay that generator over time or you want to put the money up front. You pick the date in which you're going, you're going to have that installed. Burkhardt does everything from that point forward. Increase your property value. Have that peace of mind of knowing that when, when, um, when the power goes out in your neighborhood, your power is going to stay on. That's a generac- generator from Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back talking Tulane and LSU. We'll also talk about the national championship, all that coming up here on the program. I'm Eric Asher. Don't move. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for life. 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Vicks NyQuil. When your cold keeps you up, you need NyQuil Severe Honey Flavor. Powerful relief with a dreamy honey taste. NyQuil Severe Honey Flavor. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, aching, fever. Honeylicious. Best sleep with a cold medicine. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. All right, good afternoon. Six-minute ride eastbound I-10 Elysian Fields to the high-rise. Slow between 610 and Downman right now. Just some heavier traffic in that area. Ten-minute ride eastbound I-10 flyover the high-rise and eastbound I-10 high-rise. The twin spans not seeing any delays there. Stop and go flow westbound I-10 causeway to uh, Veterans Boulevard, westbound I-10 downtown to Kenner, 26 minutes. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. On the east bank and west bank, from the lake to the gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, 
blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I-10 in Metairie. about my friends at Southern Tire, family owned and operated by the Piazza family since 1972. That would be what? Over 51 years of uh, taking care of New Orleans vehicles. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs, best deals on tires. Where I bring my family's vehicle. Our, our vehicle's out of warranty. Uh, you better believe I'm bringing the Southern Tire. I trust the Southern Tire with my vehicle. Piazza family been at it again over 50 years. Tony Sr., Tony Jr., Tony's daughter Jen, Tony's wife, all on staff uh, for you each and every day. Again, uh, and, and, of course, ASE certified technician. Same as the dealership over there at Southern Tire. Some have been, been at Southern Tire for decades, decades, okay? You probably know them by name if you're a regular customer like myself. At Southern Tire, they have the same diagnostic where you get the dealership without those dealership sticker shock prices. And I'll tell you, even more, again, uh, a modern diagnostic equipment that, that you get at Southern Tire. I'm telling you, Tony Piazza made a decision a long time ago, saw the way vehicles were changing, becoming more computerized. He made the investment. You'll find equipment there you won't find anywhere else. And then, of course, wheels and tires of the 30 inches. All the major brands, something for everyone's budget no matter what you drive. And you can finance that over time if you'd like. At Southern Tire, they also are, 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 are a shop that want to get you in and out, okay? They're not, they're not interested in keeping your vehicle for two or three weeks, right? Sometimes you go to a shop, well, I got uh, uh, to keep you, you know, kind of backed up. I got to keep it, uh, keep it for a couple of weeks. No, no. They want to get you in and out. They, and, again, they have Saturday service for you as well. You're looking for, a, a, again, a shop you can trust when it comes to your vehicle. It's out of warranty. Bring it over to Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6. Saturday service from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. SouthernTire.com is the website. Check out, again, the large selection of tires. Some of those major brands on sale right now at SouthernTire.com. It's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Yeah, great, great people. The Piazza family. Um, all right, let's, let's jump into it. Um, I mentioned the first hour about the bowl season. And uh, as we're going to break and again, how frustrated I am with the transfer portal. And, and, and look, it has nothing to do with, again, the movement of players. OK, it has nothing to do with that. Uh, I have no problem with the transfer portal. I think the transfer portal needs control. OK, do I like the fact that a kid can transfer every single year without penalty? No, I don't. I think there should be a, a limit on the number of times you can transfer without penalty. OK, I just do. That's me. Uh, in the NFL, you have free agency. You sign a contract, you stay in there. When that contract's up, you become a free agent. Now, I know that coaches have the ability to move from, 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 um, from school to school if they like. And now players have that, have that ability. But the control that I'm looking for is, again, that the transfer portal dates have to change. No athlete should be able to enter the transfer portal until after the national championship game is concluded. Period. The end. Okay? They have to make the winner transfer portal um, uh, for, for college football they have to change that because it is made, again, the bowls no longer relevant. The college postseason is no longer relevant, okay? With the opt-outs to the pros, the transfer portal, uh, again, we're seeing this at Tulane. We've seen it at LSU. You're seeing it across, you're seeing it across the board, okay? So teams that are shell of themselves. I think the NCAA and, and the college presidents have to come together and delay the portal opening until after the postseason is concluded for the integrity of the college game. And, and, and I really mean that. I mean, again, this, it's, really, it's really frustrating to see what's going on right now. And, again, I believe that players should have the ability to move. I have no problem with that. 
But again, I, I don't think they should be able to move until the season's over. That's it. Season's over. Nothing more than that. Um, let's talk a little bit about about Tulane and, and, and LSU. Tulane, first of all, again uh, finishes eleven and three after losing to Virginia Tech in the Military Bowl, twenty uh, forty-one to twenty. Uh, look, it was a monsoon. I will say this: I give a lot of credit to the Tulane players. A lot of credit to Tulane players. Now, this has been a tough stretch, man. You lose your head coach. He turned your he turned your program around. Um, you got the they got now the, the the defections to the pros. Uh, you got the transfer portal defections, uh, and it was just tough. I thought they were shallow what they what they were all season. When you look at the championship game against SMU, and then again the bowl loss to uh, uh, the bowl loss to uh, to Virginia Tech. And I thought the players played hard. I really do. But I thought they were affected by, by Fritz's decision, and then his, you know, his decision to defect, and then and then the skeleton, co- the skeleton coaching staff they had together, right? You throw the opt-outs in the, in there, and I really think it was, it was tough for Tulane. It really was. It was tough. Um, I thought they lost their, their their composure a bit and their discipline against Virginia Tech. I really did. Um, that that was really unlike them. Um, and now it's up to Summerall, Coach John Summerall now to triage this program. Got to stop the exodus of the players in the portal. That's number one, okay, for, for them. Uh, also, you got to get the work filling holes now. And I'll say it again, nothing's guaranteed for this Tulane team now with the expansion of the playoffs next season, where, again, I felt that if Fritz would have stayed, that, that, they, that they probably would have been uh, one of the favorites uh, for, uh, uh, for the uh, – Group of five playoff spot next year. I think they're losing a large part of their nucleus this season. That has won 23 games over the last two years, right? Um, whether it be transfer portal and eligibility. I think we're going to see a different team this next, this season coming up. But I think now Summerall, and, and look, he's, he's already done this. He's got to hit the, hit the ground running here, right? you got to quickly hire your staff. That's got to be done this week, okay? you got to establish an offensive-defensive system so your players know what they're going to be playing next year, right? Especially players, again, that you know have the ability to get in that transfer portal and move on to, an, to another school. Um, but he's got to stabilize the program and stop this exodus. Um, as of right now, let me see if I can pull this up for you guys real quick. Um, transfer portal. Um, Fox 8 has a transfer portal tracker uh, for, um, for, for Tulane. Um, uh, Alex Bauman has entered the transfer portal. Uh, also, Corey Platt. We know he's headed to Houston to play for Fritz. Um, Kai Horton had entered the transfer portal, but it was reported this week that he's coming back to Tulane. Um, Carson Haggard, is, uh, quarterback, is also, again, in the transfer portal. Uh, Chris Brazell is, uh, is going to um, Tennessee. It's a huge loss. Best receiver, uh, uh, returning receiver for this team. Um, Kentrell Webb is, uh, is, is into the transfer portal. Another big loss to him, Devin Deal. Uh, committed to um, TCU. Um, Keith Cooper, uh, again, uh, is in the transfer portal, uh, committed to Houston. Uh, so, again, uh, so that that's your, your players in the transfer portal for, for Tulane as of right now. Um, Summerall's got his work cut out for him here because the expectations are higher now for Tulane, okay? They are. They're higher. The, the, it's been set. The bar's been set here. I'll say it again. It's on President Fritz now 
to, to, to again, follow through on the promises made to Willie Fritz and, and get that indoor facility built, uh, somehow figure out how they can expand the physical plant for, for, the, for the Tulane athletic program as a whole, um, a football ops only, a football only operator, improvements, of, uh, again, uh, of Delvin Fieldhouse, Fulgerman Arena, uh, and, of course, again, uh, more money into NIL because it is an arms race in, 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 in college football right now. And if Tulane is going to position themselves, uh, especially with Florida State looking to, to be able to abandon the, the, the uh, ACC, right? We're going to see another shift here very, very soon in terms of, again, the last, maybe, and I, I do believe it's maybe the last for a long time, expansion of, of conferences and, re, and, 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 and realignment. Tulane has to be in a position to do that. They've been passed by by, by other teams with, within their conference uh, with, with, again, the expansion of the Big 12 and the ACC. SMU going to the ACC and, of course, uh, part of the Big Four going, going to, to the Big 12. Tulane can, can be in that position if they can continue to win, if Summerall can, 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 can pick up where, where Willie Fritz left off, and in three years from now we're talking about Summerall moving on to a bigger program. That means he's been a success. Because Tulane is back to where it was as a stepping stone. We'll see again how that works out uh, for the Greenies. Uh, I'm hoping the best. We've seen what they can be. Hopefully they can continue to be that. The ReliQuest Bowl, LSU 35, uh, Wisconsin 31. LSU finishes with two with back-to-back 10-win seasons, back-to-back bowl victories for, 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 for um, Brian Kelly. Again, uh, you heard Sean Vazan talking about Nussmeyer. He was there yesterday covering the game for Fox 8. Uh, a fantastic game for Nussmeyer yesterday. Um, I mean, look, we know he can play, okay? The, the issue with him has, again, uh, been uh, the gunslinger mentality. Um, 31 for 45, 395 yards, 98-yard uh, uh, touchdown drive to win the game yesterday. Um he did it with, again, um, with more of a balanced attack, um, you know, uh, 30, what, 45 yards, 45 attempts on, on um, uh, in terms of passing, uh, 25 attempts on, on running the game, running, and, and, and look, offense is going to be fine. Offensive line is going to be, the offense is fine, okay? The, the, the tough part for, for Brian Kelly is going to be how quickly, can you triage this program now in terms of the transfer portal? Stop your players from getting into it. And and then also, again, sign top players. They've already signed Zavion Thomas uh, from uh, Mississippi State, A.J. Swan, the quarterback from uh, – uh, Thomas is a wide receiver, by the way, uh, uh, out of Vandy. Uh, Jordan Gilbert, the, uh, uh, the, the safety out of Texas A&M. But yet, they, again, Lance Hurd, uh, the five-star uh, – uh, five-star freshman offensive tackle uh, with three years left in a red shirt. Uh, he had one start in 12 games. He's entered the transfer portal. Denver Harris uh, entered the transfer portal. Deuce Chestnut, these are two guys supposed to be your starting corners last year, has entered the tra- transfer portal. Taji Hill, transfer portal. Fitzgerald West is into the transfer portal. Marlon Martinez is into the transfer portal. Quincy Wiggins, this is a guy has three years left um, on, on his uh, – on, on, on his eligibility, is into the transfer portal. Jackson McGowan, the, the tight end, into the transfer portal. Latarius Welch, uh, Latarius Welch, transfer portal, cornerback. Uh, Bryce, Dr- Lang- Bryce Langston, 
defensive tackle, transfer portal. Amari Goodman, run running back, transfer portal. Trey Bradford, transfer portal, running back. Uh, Makai Wingo announced today that he is going pro. Um, so that's where you got right now in terms of def- uh, defections to the pros. We know that Jaden Daniels, Malik Neighbors. We're not sure about Brian Thomas uh, Jr., but I'm sure he's going pro as well. Guy's, top, guy's one of the top four of four to six uh, wide receivers in the, in the NFL draft. He's going, okay? But I think they'll be fine. The tough part of, of, of Kelly now losing a Heisman quarterback, two NFL-ready receivers, uh, and now again with having players jumping in the transfer portal going pro is to upgrade this LSU defense. LSU was looked slow. They lacked skill in the defensive backfield. LSU defensive line underachieved all season long. I mean, LSU linebackers Weeks and, and Perkins uh, had a wasted season. By the way, uh, 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 I failed to mention, Whit Weeks' uh, brother uh, is into the transfer portal as well. Um, it's got to change now. This defense has got to change now. No excuses. Kelly put a substandard defense on the field this season and wasted a once-in-a-generation quarterback in offense. He doesn't get a pass for the lack of talent on defense. He's got to fix it, okay? Not in a couple seasons from now, in 2024. Or he's not going to last in Baton Rouge. And I like Brian Kelly, okay? I do. There needs to be coaching changes on the defense. He's got to find a new offensive quarter with a Denbrock's defection to, to, to Notre Dame now. Um, Kelly has, has a tough job in front of him. And not a lot of time to get it fixed, okay? Now, as I mentioned, the offense should be fine with Nussmeyer quarterback. It's not an issue. I think, again, between Jackson and Holly at running back, uh, maybe they're going to get Barry. I, I don't know what Barry's going to be C- coming from a small school to, to again, an SEC school. Maybe he's going to be a spectacular player. Maybe he's going to be the next Joe McKnight. Maybe he's not. Okay? A lot of people think that he's going to be at LSU. But I think they're going to be fine at running back. Wide receiver needs a little bit of an upgrade. Uh, but the offensive line are, 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 is, is stout. Okay? The tight end position is solid. But I think the honeymoon is over for Kelly, okay? I think the SEC just got tougher with Oklahoma and, and with Texas joining the conference. And I think when you look at just recruiting right now, uh, the services have them somewhere between 8 and 11 on the recruiting services for 2024 in terms of their class. Well, you say, man, that's, that's 8 to 11. You're in the top 10, right? Well, Georgia's 1, Alabama's 2, Texas is 3, <laughs> okay? They're all in your conference. Oh, by the way, Auburn was 7th. And Oklahoma was ninth. You see what I'm getting at? Okay, you, you can't be 8, 9, 10, 11 when, again, the top teams in the conference are going 1, 2, 3 in terms of recruiting. You can't do it. You've got to be 1, 2, or 3. You've got to be right there with Georgia, Alabama, and Texas. So Kelly's got his, his, his work cut out for him here. And I'm hearing all the rumors about, about Michigan as well. If he wants to run to Michigan to go be in the, in, in, in the Big Ten and not in, again, a very, very tough SEC, well, all, the, all the talk that he gave us about wanting to be in the best conference in, in, in college football was nothing more than coach speak. We'll see. We'll see. Okay? But he can't run away from this job. Because there's a job that needs to be done here in terms of upgrading this defense. We'll see how that plays out. Because that's, that's the key going forward for him. There's no doubt that's the key going on forward for him. Hey, some good news for the Saints and the Pelicans. The Pelicans and the Smoothie King Center have, um, have, uh, have, in, have uh, increased their uh, 
their their contract status. They've extended that for another five years. Uh, the Dome and and the Saints again their, their their contract has been extended for another five years. That had to be done for the for the Saints to be able to um, uh, host the Super Bowl in 2025. So that's good news on both those fronts. I fully expect that when the when the when the Smoothie King lease ends, uh, before that ends, after the again um, after the the renovations are done at the dome, there will be a conversation on the future of the Smoothie King Center as a home for the Pelicans. Whether that is going to be an implosion of the uh, of the of the Smoothie King Center and a building of the new building with the Pelicans playing in the dome for a couple of years while they build a new building, or the upgrade of that particular building. Okay, uh, as much as they can upgrade it because it was a bare-bones building when they built it, right? Or, again, building a new facility outside of that footprint, which I think would be a major mistake on the part of the Pelicans and the state and the, and, and the city to do that. You have that footprint. It's centrally located. Other cities are trying to do what you're doing uh, in terms of, again, having a downtown stadiums. Uh, and and it's, it's, that McKithen complex is the perfect place for it. So we'll figure out what's going to happen there. Let me say something. The commissioner's already made comments about the Smoothie King Center. So something's going to happen there, okay? When the commissioner says it's a substandard building, and he pretty much did, okay, that tells you all you need to know. As far as the dome goes, I think they've done enough with the renovations. That, that Again, that, that, that is going to last for a while now, uh, at least till maybe Mrs. Benson's death. But, again, uh, there'll have to be a negotiation with, again, um, Governor Landry. Uh, incoming Governor Landry to, to be able to get the, uh, a new contract with the state for both the Pelicans and the Saints. I will say this, Republican governor uh, has always worked well with, again, the Bensons. Bensons have been, again, big con- contributors to, again, Republican causes. Uh, so, again, maybe there's a situation there where there's already a rapport between the Bensons uh, Mrs. Benson and her staff and, and, and Governor, incoming Governor Landry so that we can get a long-term deal done with the Pelicans and the Saints. So even, again, after the uh, possible, uh, you know, when Mrs. Benson passes, that this particular, these teams will stay here in New Orleans. But those were good news that happened over the holidays for the extension of those particular uh, situations with the Smoothie King Center, with the naming rights, and, of course, the, the, uh, the Dome, uh, for, so that they, the, the extension of, the, of their lease so that they can... Um, Host the Super Bowl in 2025. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Quick pause for the calls, and we'll be right back. Hi, Eric Asher with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign just says, sorry, we're back open. 
Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right. Enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. After the car wreck, people sometimes come up to us and say, I need your help, but I'm just not the suing type. Believe me, at Dudley DeBosier, we get it. But ask yourself this, do you want to be taken advantage of by the insurance company? Or do you want to get what's fair, what you and your family really deserve? The choice is easy, and it doesn't cost you anything to see if we can help. Demand Dudley DeBosier. Call 444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans, LA 23-15717. This report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. At Mattress Firm's once-a-year sale and clearance, you can save up to 60% on select mattresses. Plus, score a free adjustable base on qualifying purchases. Here's to better sleep in 2024. The right mattress matters, and Mattress Firm will find yours. All right, good afternoon. Six-minute ride eastbound I-10 Elysian Fields to the high-rise. Slow between 610 and Downman right now. Just some heavier traffic in that area. 10-minute ride eastbound I-10. Fly over to the high-rise and eastbound I-10 high-rise. The twin spans not seeing any delays there. Stop and go flow westbound I-10 causeway to uh, Veterans Boulevard. Westbound I-10 downtown to Kenner. 26 minutes. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate you checking out the program as always. The podcast will be up about 30 minutes after the program ends. Catching all your podcasting platforms. And, of course, I want to thank Sean Vazena, Fox 8 Sports, for joining us on the show today. Rudy back at studio for producing our program. Uh, also, again, all the great sponsors that sponsor our program. Uh, again, another year where our sponsors are staying, uh, uh, allowing us to, again, continue to promote their, their fine businesses. We thank our sponsors. And the only reason that happens, ladies and gentlemen, is because you, the audience, supports our fantastic sponsors. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow the sponsor sponsor our program. Click on the icon of your favorite sponsor. Take it right to their website. Everything you know about our sponsors right there for you at ericasher.com. Thank you so much for listening. Certainly appreciate you tuning into the program today. Uh, tomorrow, our program brought to you by the fr- our friends over at Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City. Looking forward to having Scott back on the program tomorrow. Happy New Year to each and every one of you. Wishing you a, proper, a prosperous, healthy, and happy New Year here in 2024. All right, up next is Jude Young with All Access. I'm Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. See you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock for another edition of Inside New Orleans. From the dog catching the governor. That includes the mayor and everybody on airline drive. They all gotta go. Better know that right.